Hey, everybody, Saul Marquez with the Outcomes Rocket. I want to welcome you back to the podcast today. I have the privilege of hosting Dave Palmizano. He is the Senior Vice President of Strategic Partnerships and Workforce Solutions, uh, and, and he's just an incredible leader. So, so he serves as Vice President of Strategic Partnerships and Solutions with Orbis Education. He's got over 35 years of healthcare executive leadership and search experience. And he's also recognized as a senior executive level healthcare administrator uh, with just an incredible uh, experience around acquisitions and talent development. And I'm excited to have him here on the podcast today. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. It's hard to find talent, and a lot of people are having a, a really just difficult time these days. We're going to be digging into some of the interesting things that you and, and, and the business does to, to help with that. Uh, but before we do, Dave, talk to us a little bit about you. What is it that got you into healthcare to begin with? You know, as a kid, uh, I graduated uh, College of Human Resources in, in uh, at Southern Illinois University, and kind of, you know, thought I was going to go the route of human resources. And I actually started as like a lot of kids do today, uh, graduating in the recruitment realm. Uh, I became a physician recruiter and really recruited uh, primary care, anywhere from primary care to any specialist in all over the country for communities in need, if you will. Um, and so I, I started that, gosh, back in when I graduated. Uh, uh, until and, and joined a, a nationally known f firm called Checka Search. Uh, really got my healthcare experience under the belt as, as far as learning the terminology and and kind of the business world of of really the physician side. But most of my clients were on the hospital uh, side as far as developing their communities. Um, I was recruited away from uh, Checka back in 1991 to a big health system called the Harris Methodist Health System at the time, which which then became Texas Health Resources, which is one of the biggest health systems in the Dallas-Fort Worth oh, area. Yeah. Very familiar with it. And they asked me to come and develop their own in-house physician recruitment and physician executive department, if you will, um, because they were really utilizing firms, uh, multiple firms, spending thousands and thousands of dollars and said, we could do this in-house. So they attracted me to Dallas-Fort Worth, moved my family there, and... Uh, for seven years, recruited roughly over 400 primary care and specialist physicians and, and medical directors, uh, if you will. They then asked me, hey, you've, you've done all this work, great work in recruiting the physicians in our community. We are now in the health plan business and we need to really introduce capitation into this market uh, you know, to control costs. And since you know all the docs, how would you love to learn the financing side of healthcare? And I said, I would love it. So I went ahead and joined their health plan side and became um, one of their senior directors of network management, educated yeah. physicians on how to utilize capitation and the advantages of it and kind of the whole concept of preventative medicine, you know, keep keep the patients out of your office by by taking care of them when they're not sick and making sure they never get sick kind of concept. Yeah. Um, did that for a while and they said, boy, we really like what you're doing on that end. How would you like to become a hospital administrator? And I said, I would love to be on that track. So <laughs> uh, I started my master's uh, degree and, and uh, became a hospital administrator for 
Barkley Burdan, who is the CEO of, of Harris Methodist Fort Worth at the time, it's a 720-bed hospital, and now Barkley is the system CEO of all of Texas Health Resources, but he was my mentor, and I became a hospital administrator at Harris Fort Worth and learned everything you need to learn about hospital administration in, in a level one trauma center. Um, you know, I started big, if you will, um, in the biggest, biggest, one of the biggest hospitals you could start. Then got recruited away into the community uh, by the community physicians to start up a 650-man physician group from scratch. Um, so they could indeed take CAP as well. So uh, I built uh, North Texas Specialty Physicians, um, which, again, was in and around the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We took our own uh, financial ah. risk with Pacific Care at the time, then became United Healthcare started our own health plan uh, on a Medicare Advantage side, and then got recruited away again to go back into hospital administration in Colorado uh, at a 183-bed hospital. And at the time, that made sense because it was after September 11th, and we had no family in Texas per se, and my wife uh, was from Colorado, and I literally got a job six blocks away from my in-laws um, at that time. Yeah, yeah. So worked for uh, Longmont United Hospital for seven years uh, before getting recruited away to Orbis Education. And that's how I got to Orbis Education side of healthcare. So just to sum it up, I've been in every realm of healthcare. Oh my God. With the exception awesome. of pharmaceutical and out. medical device. <laughs> Man, you certainly have. Yeah. And, and so how, how long have you been at Orbis? So I joined Orbis in 2013. Um, and it was relatively, when I say relatively new company, it was kind of a mid startup at the time. Uh, they actually opened up their doors in 2006, uh, and did a couple of tranches of funding with private equity. But, uh, so I joined them in 2013 and I'm with them today, uh, as we, as we speak, we were purchased by Grand Canyon education in 2019 and they, oh, okay. they are our mother company now. I wear actually two hats, uh, one with Orbis Education, the other with Grand Canyon Education. And we represent about 23 different academic institutions um, nationwide to expand their nursing programs and expand their walls. And the reason I got recruited to Orbis was we wanted to create a unique model where we were actually expanding nursing programs and really creating hospital relationships that were like no other. The best way of describing it is it's the immersion model of students and dedicated students, kind of like the old diploma programs did back before academics took over nursing. Uh, hospitals created their own nursing programs uh, yeah. and they got a diploma in nursing. We're bringing the best of the best of the diploma model back and fully immersing students within one hospital or a couple hospital systems so they're more customized and practice-ready nurses when they graduate to the hospital. Well, that's uh, that's fascinating, Dave. And I mean, you know, the nursing side of the equation, I mean, the, the physician side's hurting, the nursing side is really hurting. So very interesting that you're focused there. And so tell us a little bit more about what exactly uh, you guys are doing, because on the one hand, it's education. On the other hand, it's recruiting. Am I correct? It, it's recruiting uh, indirectly. So we recruit students to get into nursing. Um, but at the because of the, way, the partnership model that we're developing, we enable a mechanism, uh, or better yet, a, we create a customized pipeline for our healthcare partners to recruit from. 
if you will. So okay. when I say it's an immersion model, I'm going to give you a great example. Um, the Cleveland Clinic is our healthcare partner in Cleveland. We brought Xavier University from Cincinnati's nursing program into Cleveland. Um, we built a skills and simulation center or a satellite campus, for a lack of a better word, in Cleveland. Our students are learning their didactic education online from the comfort of their homes. They don't go to a classroom. They do go to a skills lab to work on mannequins. They do go to a skills lab to work on uh, high fidelity simulation. Uh, and they go to the skills lab to do proctor testing. But all of their face-to-face -face clinical rotations happen like any other traditional nursing program. They exclusively do their, their clinical rotations at the Cleveland Clinic. So now we hire the Cleveland Clinic master's educated nurses that are on staff at Cleveland Clinic as clinical adjuncts on their free time. And they teach our students, the Xavier students, who are on their floors and their culture, learning on their equipment and their you know, uh, electronic medical record system and learning the Cleveland Clinic way, if you will, because it's a Cleveland Clinic employee teaching on behalf of Xavier University on their free time. So you could see the benefit when the student graduates 16 months later with a BSN, a bachelor's in nursing, they are already customized and practice ready to hit the ground running for a Cleveland Clinic knowing that, you know what, I've been following Saul for the last 10 months, and I know Saul is a rock star. He's got the skill set to be an ER nurse. We need to recruit Saul because we know he fits. And we're already recruiting you pre-licensure, even before you have your nursing license. Now you could see the benefit here is, oh yeah, I don't have to onboard Saul the typical 16 weeks for a med surge, you know, uh, onboarding. Saul already knows our doctors, already knows our EMR. Already, So you see the benefit of all of this. It's more of a oh, yeah. strategic way of partnering with nursing programs and, and, and taking those students, determining are they a fit for us pre-licensure, not, hey, let's hire them. And then six months later, figure out they're really not a cultural fit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, that's great. Thanks for, for diving into that. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a great model. Then are you guys, one clarifying question for you, uh, are you guys then providing the content and, oh, or, or that's part of, so you guys are the middleman? We are what you would call the back office. So if you're on a Lenovo or a gateway or a HP computer, they all have the Intel chip. Think of us as the Intel chip. We make it all happen on behalf of the school. The curriculum is the school's curriculum. It's no different than their traditional ground campus. But what we do is we work with the school and we use a learning management system, be it Blackboard or, or whoever the school decides they want to use, and we convert their curriculum to an online format that's very interactive right. for the students. It's their curriculum. They own the curriculum. They own the program. Uh, it's their name. It's their accreditation with the accrediting bodies and what have you. We are simply the backroom shop that actually expands their walls without them having to build new buildings uh, and hire new faculty because that's our responsibility on their behalf. Then we Understood. are the marketing machine to go out and find the students that fit this model. And so we traditionally look for second degree students. What I mean by that is they have a degree, bachelor's degree in something else, but they've always wanted to become a nurse. And so this 
16-month program, we call it an accelerated bachelor's of science program, allows them to become a bachelor's educated nurse now in 16 months because they did the core bachelor's, you know, 120 credits already. Now they're just going to our program and uh, do the nursing core to finish the requirements for a bachelor's in nursing. We also recruit what we call advanced standing students. So those are those students that tried to get into nursing school. They qualified. And by the way, there's over 65,000 students that try to get into nursing schools. They qualify for admissions for the criteria, but they can't get in because there's no capacity in the nursing school. Uh, okay. So we go after those students that tried to get in. They qualified, but they couldn't. So they got into something else. They may be getting their associate's degree, you know, uh, and, and then we'll go after those students and get them their prerequisites to be admitted into the programs as well, into the bachelor's of science program. So it's a kind of a different, unique model. We're going after a whole different population of potential students than your traditional four-year student coming out of high school. That's fantastic, Dave. Thank yeah. you for, for clarifying that for us. You know, on, on the one hand, you're, you're helping increase capacity for these schools helping them digitize their offering, and then uh, sort of getting them health system partners to boot. That's correct. Yeah, we're creating, that, we're creating that pipeline form that's ready-made for them. So they can that's hit fantastic. the ground running. Yeah, hit the ground running. That's great, that's great. And then, so the health systems then in this equation, you guys end up meeting with them and, and sort of you know position the school and the flow of, of, of talent. Does does the health system then become your client too, or they are? Uh, it, there's the the health system is kind of the end, uh, the end user or the end beneficiary of all of this, if you will, and that's yeah. the beauty about this. You know, by 2025, and you'll hear different projections, Saul, but by 2025, we're going to be north of a half a million nurses short um, in this country. Um, you know, the current RN turnover is 23%. So we're having trouble keeping nurses, you know, in one spot, if you will. Yeah. And, and that creates a problem. There's roughly 193,000 open positions every year, but the nursing programs are only producing a little less than 150 new grads, 150,000 new grads. So you could see there's a problem with the math. And what ends up what ends up happening is you get you get hospital systems that they recognize there's a math issue here, and so they'll go to the to foreign countries like the Philippines and India and try to recruit those folks, which brings challenges one from an immigration perspective for them and high cost to get them you know the immigration yeah. uh, you know process going, but it doesn't help the world because the world right now as we sit Saul is 5.7 million nurses short throughout the world. So we got a problem and we're putting a dent in the solution uh, in helping our, our United States healthcare organizations who we call partners. By the way, they don't pay a dime to participate in this okay. program. And so we're, they're the end beneficiary and we bring them to what we call the academic table so we could understand what are the gaps in nursing education that you're seeing now that we could fill so we could create a more customized practice ready graduate that's customized to you so they could hit the ground running and you don't have to rely on travel nursing agencies or any of that nature to fill those gaps. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, so look, we have, we have health system leaders listening to, to us today and they definitely appreciate the importance of this. For anybody that wants to learn more about how they could engage, are you guys nationwide? 
We are. We're in 40 different uh, markets nationwide right now, but we're we intend to be as as many states as we can be and many cities as we can be to help uh, help to, you know really shrink this gap in the nursing shortage, if you will. Um, the model works so well because Z Cleveland Clinic does not compete with Wellstar in Atlanta, you know that type of thing. So we're able to share uh, strategies in different markets without you know without any competitive issues, if you will, and we're. Again, as I mentioned, we have 23 different academic institutions, and we're expanding those academic institutions outside their normal, you know, city that they're located in. I'll give you a good example. We brought Northeastern University, which is based in Boston, to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we brought Marion University, which is based in Indianapolis, to Oklahoma City and Nashville, Tennessee. Nice. Um, so we're able to meet the need in the different communities in the different health systems by by bringing our current academic institutions into different uh, realms. Grand Canyon University, which is probably our our biggest client as it relates to uh, nursing programs, and and this is where I wear my hat with Grand Canyon Education because they're the ones who manage Grand, uh, Grand Canyon University. We've expanded them into three sites in the Phoenix region. We uh, Tucson, uh, we've expanded into uh, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City. Uh, we're going through the regulatory process in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and our Loveless Health System will be our clinical partner there. St. Louis with the Mercy System. So you could see how this is kind of spreading like wildfire because the health systems really like what they see with this. It's very different. They are the beneficiary at the end. The ROI for their participation is is unmeasurable. That's huge, Dave. Well, plenty of examples, folks, of how Dave and and his team over at at uh, at, at Orbis Education, Grand Canyon Education, are making a big difference. Um, Dave, if if you wanted to give the listeners a call to action, what would you leave them with? You know, think outside the box. You know, the model that we have is different. Um, we aren't competing with your community colleges. Um, we aren't competing with your existing schools that are already out there because we have a different model. We're recruiting a different student. And so, um, you know, the and, I, and I'll give you a good example of this. Clinical rotations are at a premium. Uh, everybody in every school needs clinical rotations for their students. Because our didactic is delivered online, our students can rotate when all those other schools don't want to, those nights or weekends, they don't want to, their students, we'll take them because healthcare is 24 seven, 365. Um, so my, my point being is keep an open mind. You may think you're at capacity with, with students and you may well be because of this model, we are far more flexible for our students to go in your hospitals or your facilities when and where you say you're available. Dave, thank you for that. And if folks want to learn more, what's the best place they can get in touch with you and uh, and the team over there? Okay, my cell phone is 817-734-4065. 817-734-4065. Or you can email me at dave.palmasano, P-A-L-M-I-S-A-N-O, at Orbis Education, all one word, O-R-B-I-S, education.com. That's amazing, Dave. Thank you for that, folks. As we talk about in every single podcast, 
if something today resonated with you, if you feel like there's an opportunity here that could help you and your organization get to the next level with your outcomes, don't stop at listening. Take action with what Dave has offered up here. Reach out and learn more. That's how we make outcomes happen and you get on the rocket. Dave, I want to I wanna appreciate you for being on the rocket today, taking action by being with us and the amazing work that you and the team are up to. Can't, can't thank you enough. Thank you. No, I appreciate the opportunity and thank you all. 